Rosie, and we want to thank you for coming to church today. We're so glad you came. And before we get started, we want to let you know a little bit about us and what to expect today. If you spend just a little bit of time with us, you'll probably hear the phrase, making new, making great. It's our mission statement, and let me share what it means. Making new refers to the new life you experience when you become a Christ follower. Making great is the great life God has for all who live a life devoted to Him. We want you to experience both at Westover Hills. We value your kids, and it's important for them to enjoy church and learn about Jesus. That's why we provide age-appropriate classes designed just for them during all service times. We have a great team of staff and volunteers who offer care and classes for little ones through fourth grade. To sign up your child, stop by the registration area. Our children's check-in system allows us to keep track of all children in our care, and it gives us a way to contact you if your child needs attention. You can also use the system to alert us of your child's allergies, medical conditions, or special needs. If you're not comfortable leaving your child somewhere new on your first visit, we understand. So you are welcome to attend classes with your child until they have adjusted. For parents with newborns, we have a wiggle giggle room in the back of the auditorium, which you can use until your child is a few months old and ready for the nursery. If you keep your child in the auditorium with you, please be courteous to those around you and step outside if your child begins crying. Westover Students is a great place for students from 5th to 12th grade to hang out with friends and grow closer to God with worship and teaching that speaks to their age group. We offer midweek and weekend experiences for 5th through 8th grade in the Student Center across the parking lot from our main auditorium. Check our website for service times. High school students have their own service on Wednesday nights in the gym. We have something for everyone. And if you're a senior adult looking for a more traditional church experience, we have a classic service every Sunday at 8.30 and 10 a.m. in room 201. Take the elevator or stairs just across the hallway from the main auditorium. Service will be starting in a few minutes, so get ready for the worship team to lead us as we celebrate God and seek His presence. We encourage expressive worship, so feel free to clap and lift your hands as we sing. One of our pastors will then share a message before we end with a formal dismissal. All together, we'll be here just over an hour. We hope we answered any of your questions and you got to know us a little better. If you still have questions or want to know more about us, visit us online at westoverhills.church on our Facebook page at Westover Hills, or download the Westover app. Thanks again for joining us, and have a great time today at church.
glad you came to church this morning. Are you ready to sing?
you believe that this morning? Come on, can you lift up a holy roar in this place this morning? Come on, lift up your highest praise. Oh, Jesus, we lift up your name. The name that is above every name. invite us for just a moment if you're comfortable today to just lift up your hands towards the heavens this may be a new experience for you if you're visiting us today all we are doing here today is simply acknowledging how great God is that's all this is it's just a moment in time when we take a moment to just say God you are the king of our lives and I'm reminded of 2 Corinthians 4, 16, it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light in momentary troubles are achieving for us eternal glory that far outweigh them all. So this morning, on this beautiful Sunday, in San Antonio, Texas, at Western Hills Assembly of God. No matter what you're going through, no matter, no matter how you step into this moment, no matter how broken, how far away from God you feel, listen to this next verse. So what do we do in the midst of circumstances, the things that we see, the troubles, this, the, all the stuff that happens in our life? Here's what we do. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary. It's, it's not going to be forever. <laughs> but what is unseen is eternal. Aren't you glad this morning for that? So today, God, our confidence and our trust, it's not in the things that we go through and what we can see, but it's in you and you alone. You are way bigger, way stronger than anything, anything we can face. We give you praise and honor and glory by Jesus. Silence use my voice. You understand me. You understand me. And come to me in the valley of unknowns. You understand me. You understand me. You understand me.
celebrate that today. No matter what we're facing, we serve the God of the breakthrough. Amen? Amen. Well, I'm so glad. I'm honored that you've chosen to worship with us this weekend. If you could, would you turn to the person next to you, greet them with a smile, and then you may be seated. us today at our Northwest campus. We are a place for everyone and we hope you'll find your place at Westover Hills. If you want to stay up to date with everything happening at Westover, download our app. You can use the app to follow along with today's message and there's a lot more you can do throughout the week. Visit the App Store or Google Play to download now. Westover Hills is committed to making fully devoted followers of Christ and our Family Life Ministry is offering several fall classes to help you on your making great journey. We have classes and workshops to transform your marriage, your family, your finances, and more. Visit our events page and find all of our classes and start growing with Family Life Ministry. Parents, we're already busy designing sets, arranging music, and making costumes for this year's kids' Christmas production. But it wouldn't be a kids' Christmas production without the kids! Westover kids ages kinder through fifth grade are invited to be a part of our 2019 Christmas Spectacular. In our Christmas Choir, your kids will tell the story of Jesus through a series of mashed up Christmas classics. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we don't want your children to miss out. So register your kids for just $15 by September 29th. The $15 covers everything they'll need, including costumes and a memory book. Your kids will perform during all weekend services, December 14th and 15th. Preschool kids ages three to five are automatically included, so there's no need to register your little ones. We're so excited to see your kids there. where you'll find featured events and a complete calendar of our upcoming opportunities. If you want to jump in and find your place at Westover, sign up for our Next Steps class. We have many great opportunities to grow and serve in the church. Find your opportunity at Next Steps. And don't forget to download the Westover app where you can sign in for a personalized experience. If you have the app, it's quick and easy to register for events, view recent messages, find a life group, and a whole lot more. 
Take Westover with you wherever you go with our app. Thanks for being here. We hope you enjoy the rest of the service and we'll see you again soon. Good morning, Westover. Whether you're joining us here in the room or joining us online, we're so glad that you're with us today. And can I say, you all look fantastic today. I trust that you had a great time in worship with the Lord. I hope that he refreshed and encouraged your spirit. If you happen to be new to Westover, we wanna welcome you. And if you feel comfortable, we invite you to retrieve a connect card that's found right where you're seated. We invite you to fill it out. You can place it in the offering bucket when it goes by in just a moment. Or what I'd really love for you to do is find someone with a badge, hand them the card, tell them how you found Westover. They'd love to encourage you and tell you about what you can do to get connected here at Westover. Because you matter to God, you also matter to us. And we're so glad that you're with us today. Now today we get the privilege of honoring the Lord through our tithe and our giving. I'm gonna invite our ushers to come on forward. You know, God is so good. He is so good. He, he woke us up this morning. He put air in our lungs. He put hope in our spirit. And I trust that as you give your offering today that you would give out of the gratitude of your heart. We get the option and the, uh, we get the ability to entrust our tithe and our offering to Him. And so, as you give, I just wanna encourage you to give with gratitude in your heart. There's three ways for you to give here at Westover. If you're giving check or cash, please use the give envelope. We also, you can give through text to give, you can give online or through our website. Let's entrust our tithe, our offering and our kingdom builders unto the Lord. God, we come to you, we entrust to you, we honor you with the tithe and our offering and our kingdom builders. We ask God that you'll take it and use it to advance your kingdom because ultimately all that we have belongs to you and so we entrust it back to you in Jesus mighty name and all of God's people said amen now ladies you have one more week to register for the every woman conference and this this upcoming conference you will be joined by 800 of your closest friends to have fun so if you haven't registered, you need to register today. But if you have registered, can I invite you to look around your sphere of influence and find another lady that needs to be blessed? I believe God has something to deposit in your life. I think God has a revolution for you. Some of you have been praying and saying, God, when are you gonna give me a breakthrough? When are you gonna take me to the next level? Sometimes we have to lay aside some things and create space for God to move. And ladies, I don't want you to miss out. I don't want you to get on the other side of conference and say, oh, I wish I would have gone. Don't let FOMO get the best of you after conference. Go ahead and register. God wants to meet with you at conference. Now today, I am pleased to start a new series entitled Energy Boost, Recovering Desire and Restoring Hope. The truth is, in life, all of us, from time to time, we need an energy boost. Have you ever been at a point in your life when you, you just need a vacation? Some of you feel like that right now. Some of you, actually, you've planned a vacation and it's months away or it's weeks away or it's days away. But for those of you who have ever been on a vacation, what ends up happening is you go on vacation, you go here, you go there, you do this, you do that, and then when you get back, you're worn out and you need a vacation for your vacation. If you're there, you need an energy boost. And if you're a student or a young adult, you need an energy boost. 
because you're managing all these different platforms, text messages, social media, and you've got to respond instantly or people think that you ghosted them. And then you've got teachers who are putting a lot of pressure on you and assigning more homework than is humanly possible to accomplish. And then you've got parents who are, who are putting pressure on you and they just don't seem to understand what's happening. If you're a student today in today's world, you need an energy boost. In fact, the drink industry has capitalized on this and they've actually created a whole variety of energy drinks. Last year, Americans spent 3.1 billion, with a B, 3.1 billion dollars on energy drinks. And they, they actually project that Americans are gonna spend 3.5 billion dollars just this year. So I decided I'm gonna get in on that 3.5 billion dollar uh, projection and I went out and I bought a couple of energy drinks and I just want to actually ask are there any students in the house if you're here raise your hand okay would you come on up I'm going to give you this energy drink come on up here's my one condition if I give you this drink do you promise not to open it during service yes I don't want to hear this I don't want to hear that okay give him a hand But my response wasn't like his response. I actually was very disappointed. Because right when I opened up the can, I realized that the drink company, they shorted me. They shorted me. I looked in the can and it was about 80% full. I was expecting this and instead I got this. And I realized, I began to think, some of us were like that in life. We go to different things expecting this and what we end up getting is this. We want a new job, a new promotion, a new relationship, a new outfit, a new house, a new car, a new pair of shoes. We expect that it's gonna deliver this kind of energy boost and instead it delivers this. It overpromises and it underdelivers. For you see, temporary things don't have the ability to fulfill what we need. It won't leave you elevated all of your life. It'll just be a momentary thing. God wants us to connect to him and to connect to others. That's how we have an energy boost that will sustain us. And so with that in mind, I wanna speak on the topic, flip the script, flip the script. Some of us, we need to flip the script on how we're doing life. And can I just say, the way that we achieve an energy boost that is sustainable is by being connected to God and being connected to other believers. In this series, we're gonna look at the stories of a couple people in the Bible who they lost hope and they lost desire and they lost purpose. And God had to jump in a mighty way to reassure them that he was with them. They needed an energy boost. And so today we're gonna to look at the life of Gideon. And I wanna invite you to join me in, Gideon, in Judges chapter six. He needed to restore hope and discover purpose in his life. But before I jump into the text, I want to give you a little bit of context about what's happening in Judges chapter six. God, has, God is angry with the nation of Israel. They have been disobedient. They're worshiping other gods. And so God allows the nation of the Midianites to come against the nation of Israel and to oppress them. And the Midianites were stealing their food and harassing their wives and even getting into fights with the men. And some people were getting injured and some people were dying. But even yet, there were still people in the nation of Israel who were willing to love God. And Gideon was one of those people, but Gideon was a coward. 
Gideon was a coward. And the reason we know that is when we look at the word of God, what we discover is that he was doing something in private that he should have been doing in public. He should have been threshing wheat out in public, but what he was doing is he was threshing it inside. Now, if you know anything about threshing wheat, what you do is you put uh, wheat inside of a sheet and you throw it up in the air. And as you throw it up, the wheat and the chaff get separated. The wheat falls back into the sheet and the chaff gets blown away. He was supposed to be doing that with someone else, but he was doing it all by himself inside. Now imagine this, the best explanation I can give you is imagine cutting your grass inside your house. Imagine the mess. That is exactly what was happening in the life of Gideon right at this moment. So God has to send an angel to get Gideon's attention. And this is where we pick up the story. Chapter 11, go ahead and open up your Bible, your Bible app and your Westover app, let's look together. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joas the Abizrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? Now look at his doubt right here. But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. Verse 14, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. Verse 16, the Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites. One version says, you will strike down all the Midianites together. Gideon needed to flip the script in his life because he had a mentality about himself. He had lost hope. He had lost his future. And God needed to send an angel to remind him. Some of us, we need to flip the script in our life. So with that in mind, I wanna share with you three ways to flip the script, restore hope, and to discover purpose. Number one, remember you are never alone. Verse 11, Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press alone to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is what? Is with you. He wasn't alone, but he thought he was alone. Often in life, when life shows up, we begin to isolate. And isolation leads to disconnection, which increases desperation and doubt. Isolation is insidious. It will destroy you from the inside out. It's quiet, it's sneaky, but it will destroy you. And the enemy wants to commit, convince you that you're better off doing life all by yourself. Even though Gideon says this, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? He's speaking in the plural, but he's living in the individual. He's living in the singular. He's doing life all by himself. And some of us today, that's how we're doing life. We say things in the plural, but we're living in the individual all by ourselves. I've discovered that isolation and doubt are spiritual kryptonite. Isolation and doubt are spiritual kryptonite. They'll destroy your hope and deflate your, hate, uh, deflate your faith. It'll make you wimp out. It'll make you run and hide. God did not create us to be isolated and disconnected. 
But the enemy wants to convince us that we're all by ourselves, that God doesn't care about us, that he's far away, that he's not paying attention to what's happening in our life. He wants to win the war in our mind even before we step out on the battlefield. But the angel of the Lord said, the Lord is with you. So what do you do when you encounter spiritual doubt? I'm glad you asked. Here are two ways to confront spiritual doubt in your life. Number one, grow your faith. Grow your faith. Faith is the antidote to doubt. Faith is greater than your feelings. Faith is a belief that in spite of what's happening around you, that God is faithful and that he will show up. Some of us, we don't need to try to lower our doubt. We need to increase our faith so that our faith is above our feelings, that our faith is above our fear. If we're willing to grow our faith, God can work in our life. I love what Corey Ten Boom says. This is a quote that I, that I really love. Listen closely. Faith is like radar that sees through the fog. Some of us, all we see is a fog in our life, but faith cuts through the fog and lets us see that God is with us. The second way to confront spiritual doubt in your life is to become aware of God's presence. Verse 12 says this, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you. Now look at verse 14. Then the Lord turned to him. What the angel's telling you is, God, it's not that God was, is gonna be with you tomorrow or that God was with you yesterday. He's saying, God is with you right now. But Gideon was oblivious to the fact that God was right there with him. You see in verse 14 that God, the Lord, he turns to him. And this word for Lord is the word Yahweh. That's why we know it's God himself. It, he wasn't speaking to the angel. He was speaking to the Lord. This was the Lord himself showing up. Yahweh wants to show up in your life. He wants to step into your circumstance, but sometimes we are completely oblivious to the fact that he's right close to us. He's as close as the mention of his name. And sometimes I think God is trying to get our attention and he's tapping us on the shoulder saying, hey, guess what? I don't know if you realize, but I'm the God of the universe. I hung billions upon billions of stars, the sun, I created you, I created the earth that you live on, and you know what, I see things that you don't see, and I know things that you don't know, and if you just would let me lead you, I can lead you out of the wilderness, I can cut through the fog, and I can get you where you need to go. But you just need to let me step into your circumstance. I can help you out. Some of us, we need to, become aware of God's presence. What might happen in your life if you realize that God was with you every moment of every day? The Bible says that he will never leave you, he will never forsake you. That means that right now he's with you. That means that he'll be with you next week when you have to have a difficult conversation with your boss. He will be with you next month when you're struggling with your student and they're, they're encountering a situation that you don't know how to solve. The king of kings will be with you. I've seen this time and time again in my pastoral ministry is that our lack of awareness does not diminish God's presence. Just because we're not aware that God is with us doesn't mean he's not with us. He is with us and he wants to help us. The second way to flip the script, restore hope and to discover purpose is to remember feeling unqualified doesn't disqualify us. Just because you feel unqualified does not mean that God has disqualified you. Verse 12 says this, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty 
warrior. Then Gideon makes some excuses. He says, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I'm the least of my family. In life, what is your mindset about yourself? Is it the mindset of the world? Is it the mindset of what other people have said about you in the past? Or is it the mindset of the Lord? What is your mindset about yourself? I went ahead and I looked at the name Gideon because I wanted to know what does his name mean? His name means literally the one who chops down trees. If you look in the next chapter, God actually commands him to chop down a wooden post that will use to worship a false God. So he goes ahead and he lives out his name. But I think there's more spiritual significance to that because what God was actually telling him is, Gideon, there's gonna come a moment in time when I'm gonna put a sword in your hand and you're gonna go to war and you're gonna fight and you're gonna rescue the nation of Israel from oppression and I'm gonna use you to strike down your enemies. I'm gonna use you to cut down those who are getting in the way and oppressing your nation. And God wants to put a sword in your hand so that you can fight for him and you can fight for other people. And some of us, we are just hiding in the shadows and God is saying, you are a mighty warrior. I'm wanting you to step up and to step out of the darkness and step into the light and accomplish what I put before you. Some of us, we feel unqualified and because of that, we've disqualified ourselves. He thought he was a wimp but God saw a warrior. So what do you do to confront personal doubt? Number one, upgrade your pers perspective. Upgrade your perspective. He said, I am from the weakest clan and I am the least in my family. In effect, he's saying, I'm a zero. I'm nothing, I'm below nothing. But I've discovered that God loves underdogs and he loves to take zeros to heroes just like that. And he can do that for you. He can do that for you. I've also seen this play out time and time again. God doesn't always call the qualified. Sometimes he does, but he always qualifies the called. If he has called you, he will accomplish it. He will equip you. He will strengthen you. He will empower you to finish the assignment that he's put right before you. And some of us, we just need to step into that, believing that he has called us and that he's empowered us and that he's gonna help us. Just because you feel unqualified doesn't mean you're disqualified. In fact, the Bible is full of people who were unqualified. Listen to this list. Moses stuttered, Jacob was a cheat. Peter had a temper, Thomas was a doubter. Sarah was impatient, Elijah was moody, Elisha was bald, Abraham was old, and Lazarus was dead. If God can use them, he can use you. Don't disqualify yourself if God has qualified you. And the second way to confront personal doubt is to change your mindset. The angel said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Some of us, we need to flip the script and change our mindset because mindsets matter. Mindsets matter. What we think about ourselves and what we think about our situation matters. Proverbs 23, seven says this, as a man thinks within himself, so he is. How do you think about yourself? If you think that you're not gonna make it and that you're worth nothing and that you're not fully equipped to accomplish God's purpose, you'll operate that way. In fact, there's this theologian in years past by the name of Henry Ford. This is what he said. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. 
because how you think determines how you live and how you operate. So this is what you do when you need to change your mindset. Align your mindsets with the master or your mindsets will master you. Bring alignment to your mindsets with the master or your mindsets will master you. The Bible tells us that we can take every thought captive and bring it under the submission of Jesus Christ, that God wants to transform our thinking by the renewing of our mind. And some of us, we're living on old software, we're living on old thinking patterns, and we need to change our mindset. We need to allow God to empower us. Dr. Caroline Leaf, she's a Christian. She wrote this book, Think, Learn, succeed and in this book she presents a couple of mindsets that we need to shift in our life in order to step into God's purpose I combine two together the first one I want to present to you is this controlled thinking and emotions mindset do you know that the Holy Spirit he can help you control your thinking and your mindset to control your thinking and your feeling so it doesn't end up like a runaway train he can help you the last fruit of the Spirit is self-control. The Holy Spirit can bring your thoughts and your emotions and harness them so that they don't take, get the best of you. Some of us, what happens is that when life bumps up against us, we have all these thoughts and we have all these feelings and these thoughts and feelings just run away. And what God is saying, if you'll bring them to me, I will bring them under submission. Under submission. Some of us, we need to incorporate the forgiveness mindset. We need to wake up in the morning and say, I'm gonna choose to forgive. I know my wife and I, my husband and I were having a difficult time, but guess what? I'm gonna choose to forgive. If they say something that bothers me, I'm gonna choose to forgive. If my boss ends up barking at me again, I'm gonna choose to forgive. If someone cuts me off in traffic, I'm gonna choose to forgive. Others of us, we need to choose joy. You may not be able to control your circumstances, but you can control what happens within you. You can decide that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. When we look at our circumstances, what ends up happening is we begin to worry, and that's not consistent with God. And the last one I wanna share with you is gratitude. Some of us, we need to practice being grateful. Yeah, sometimes when you're at the checkout counter, the person bagging your groceries takes a long time, but you need to be grateful. Someone opens the door, you need to be grateful. Gratitude will change your life from the inside out. Some of us, we need to align our mindsets with the master. And the third way to flip the script, restore hope and to discover purpose is to remember with God, you are enough. With God, you are enough. I know sometimes we feel like nothing but God is everything and nothing plus everything still equals everything. Nothing plus everything still equals everything. Verse 14 says this, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have. Some of you need, that's a verse you need to highlight in your Bible. Go in the strength you have. If God is with you, who can be against you? Save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? If God puts you on a mission, he will bring it to completion because he who started a good work in you will bring it to fruition. He will make it happen. If he's the one sending you, he will empower you. But I will warn you, don't try to do it in your own strength. Allow God to lead you. Allow him to empower you and you will be able to step in and accomplish what he's put before you. Go out 
and finish the fight. Go out and finish the fight. He said, how can I save Israel? The Lord answered, I will be with you and you'll strike down all the Midianites. Some of us, we need to step out. We need to go out and finish the fight. What is God calling you to do? Is he inviting you to stay in the shadows or to step out in the spotlight and go wage war for him? God is inviting us to step out with him. Let me tell you how this story ends. God sends 300 other men to come alongside Gideon and to fight and wage war. He didn't do it by himself. God's gonna send people right beside you. And Gideon discovered what's on this card, that we are better together. He was better together. You know, you make my life better. I hope that I make your life better and you make the life of someone else better. We as a church, we're better together. And the enemy wants to convince us that being isolated and disconnected is the way we need to do life. And God is inviting you back into community. Gideon couldn't fight the fight and win the war without other people. And some of us, we believe that all we have to do is just keep trying and trying all by ourselves. But God is calling us into community. God wants us to be connected to other people. We need to find a tribe, we need to find a crew, we need to find a squad, we need to find a family, whatever you wanna call them. You need to find other people to come alongside you so that when life shows up, you have a battle buddy with you. And so today as I close, I wanna invite you to stand. Today, if you feel isolated, you can leave here not feeling isolated anymore. Because today in room 100, our life group team is there. They're on their way. They want to meet you, our life group pastor, our life group team. They want to help you get connected to a family that can be with there, be there with you and encourage you. We truly are better together. And so today, if you feel isolated, if you feel disconnected, can I encourage you to go to room 100? We're gonna partner with you. We're gonna help you get connected to other believers. We're there to encourage you. You don't have to be like Gideon. God can take you from being where you're at and step into his purpose, but we can't do it alone. We need him and we need each other. So before I dismiss, I just wanna make mention that our kids ministry and our student ministry, our middle schoolers are gonna end at regular time, but we're ending a little early to give you the chance to connect. Use that time. Don't leave here disconnected. Let me pray with you. God, I pray right now for every person under the sound of my voice. God, you're inviting all of us to step into community, to not be disconnected. You want us to discover that we truly are better together, that not only do we need you, but we need each other. I pray, Lord, that you would let faith increase. You would override fear. People are afraid right now. What happens if I try to connect? I just pray, Lord, that you would reassure their spirit that there is blessing on the other side of their fear. If they're willing to step through it, I pray, Lord, that your spirit would come alongside them and tell them that they, they are a mighty warrior and that they can step out in the, the strength that they have. Encourage them today in Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. It's been a delight to have you with us. Room 100, our team is there to meet you. Our prayer team is here to pray with you. If you need prayer, God bless you and we are dismissed.